This time on Geek Pod Blue. Warning, station is now code blue. It's alive! And I can only be referring to that holiday tradition and wonderful gastronomical delight known as the turducken. It is the Frankenstein of all recipes, the Frankenstein of meats. And if you don't know what a turducken is, you're about to get a very interesting lesson. Now, a turducken is basically a chicken stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a turkey and then roasted. Now these are all deboned. Sometimes they put uh, stuffing in between the layers and we call it a turducken. Now this is something that is not uh, not known, uh, or I should say not specific to the United States. Uh, it's also known as a three bird roast. Uh, in England, they uh, do it with a goose instead of a turkey and they call it the gooducken or gooducken. Gooducken, turducken, gooducken. Anyway. Um, this is uh, something called a portmanteau of turkey, duck, and chicken, and it's a form of something called engastration. Uh, it's a recipe method where one animal is, is stuffed inside the gastric passage of another. Now, reports of engastration go all the way back to the Middle Ages, you know, if not earlier. Now, this might have, uh, you know, began with something called the cockentrice. Now, this monstrosity uh, was actually made by stitching together the head and uh, upper body of a pig. Uh, with a, a bird, a capon, and it was found on the feast menus starting around the 15th century, dating back to the Roman Empire. Um, the fictional satricon featured the possibly also fictional, you know, we don't know if this was true, but the Trojan boar, a thousand pound hog stuffed with wild birds. Now, this didn't really um, reach its heyday until the 18th and 19th centuries when uh, putting, you know, one meat inside of another was a way that you would show off your wealth and you would impress guests that you invited to your house. Uh, one of the most infamous versions of this in gastration uh, was published in 1807 by someone by the name of Alexander Balthazar Laurent Grimaud de la Renere. Jesus fucking, why? Why do you need that many names? Uh, now, in what is considered the word's very, very first food journal, the Almanx des Gourmands, he uh, gave the recipe for the roti sans peril, the roast without equal. Now, hold on. Let me get that recipe up here because it is uh, quite long. Now, this was basically 17 birds. It was a bustard stuffed with a turkey, a goose, a pheasant, a chicken, a duck, a guinea fowl, a teal, a woodcock, a partridge, a plover, a lapwig, a quail, a thrush, a lark, an ortolan bunting, and a garden warbler. Now, the uh, final one, the garden warbler, was so small that it could just hold an olive. And uh, this was definitely, uh, I mean, the, the strangest, uh, strangest thing I, I've probably ever heard. 17 birds stuffed inside each other. That's just bizarre. 
Uh, another early form of the recipe was something called Pandora's Cushion, which was a goose stuffed with a chicken and then a quail. Pandora's Cushion. I would have thought that was something else entirely. Um, there's also something called the Yorkshire Christmas Pie, which is a combination of turkey, goose, pheasants, partridges, woodcock, snipe, grouse, and widgeons. Not to mention bacon, ham, truffles, and... I shit you not, calves feet, wrapped in a crust and uh, baked. Now, this was served at Windsor Castle in 1858, uh, but that's not the only place you're going to find, you know, in gastration. This is something all over the world. Uh, in Greenland, the Inuits there uh, eat something called a kiviak. Now, this is a traditional winter dish um, that uh, basically takes a Greenland seal stuffed with four to 500 birds it's then fermented outdoors under a pile of rocks for anywhere from 3 to 18 months and then eaten raw. Ew. The Guinness Book of World Records gave the title of largest meal to the so-called Bedouin Wedding Feast, a whole camel stuffed with lamb, 20 chickens stuffed with more eggs, nuts, and spices. Oh, hold on, and there's my phone. Let's see what Paul has to say. He says, On the ninth day of Christmas, my Hugh friend gave to me nine little coupons from Halloween good for a small french fry at McDonald's. That is a great gift idea. I'm kind of jealous I didn't think of that myself. Now, the turducken, um, nobody knows exactly where it came from, but one person claims to have actually created the turducken, and this was Chef Paul Prudhomme. Now, if you don't know who he is, uh, Paul Prudhomme uh, was a, a chef uh, out of New Orleans. He was a Louisiana chef, and, you know, in 1979, he opened his first restaurant with his wife called K. Paul's Louisiana Kitchen. Now, this was in the French Quarter of New Orleans, and uh, it, it definitely was, you know, kind of a success. It wasn't open super long, but uh, he continued to make his name. He operated the restaurant while working at another one called the Commander's Palace, but his new restaurant was doing so well that he moved to work there full-time and actually appointed Emeril Lagasse to take over as executive chef at Commander's Palace. So you can imagine, this is a guy that chose Emeril Lagasse to replace him. He's a pretty big deal, but I don't think his name is quite as known unless you're fond of looking at the spices in the spice aisle at the store, and you will see that uh, Paul Prudhomme's magic seasoning is really a thing. I have used it, and it is delicious. Now, in 1980, he was made a Knight of the French Order in honor of his work with Cajun and Creole cuisines. His big rise to fame came with his cookbook in 1984 called Paul Prudhomme's Louisiana Kitchen. This book was given a Culinary Classic Book Award in 89 by the International Association of Culinary Professionals, and he certainly is credited with making Cajun cuisine popular, uh, specifically things like blackened fish, things that really people, you know, in the rest of, the, of America weren't really eating because we weren't really familiar with it. He kind of went out there and made Cajun food the big deal that it is now. Now, this uh, potential creator of the turducken, like we said, no, we're not sure if he really created it, but he certainly did... Um, patent the word and copyrighted it. So he's the one that came up with the name Turducken. He also led a very interesting life. Um, in 1992, he was charged with possession of a weapon while trying to board a plane in uh, the Baltimore-Washington airport. Now, he had left a loaded revolver in his carry-on luggage. 
which even back then is not a thing you want to do. Now, later on, he said that he had forgotten that he left it in his bag. Nobody thought that there was anything actually uh, nefarious going on. Uh, he continued on with his career. In 2004, he traveled to Guantanamo Bay Naval Base in Cuba and brought 4,000 pounds of food and seasoning to cook for the troops stationed there. Uh, and after uh, Hurricane Katrina, he was closed, uh, forced to close his restaurant. So during those restoration efforts, he cooked for free at the relief centers. Now, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, a famous chef going to cook for the troops, uh, closing his restaurant and cooking for the, the, the victims and people who were having to deal with such a horrible, horrible disaster. Now, he launched a, a bunch of different um, cooking products, but the big one was the Chef Paul Prudhomme Magic Seasoning Blends, and they're still available today. Uh, unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. He did die in New Orleans on October 8th after a, a, a short illness. What I thought was very interesting in March of 2008, he was actually grazed by a 22 caliber stray bullet while he was catering the Zurich Classic of New Orleans Golf Tournament. Now, at first he thought a bee had stung his arm, didn't think he needed any serious medical attention, and within five minutes, he was back to cooking for the golf tournament. Uh, they think that it might have been caused by a falling bullet, you know, people firing guns up into the sky. And I mean, that's a pretty badass guy, he gets grazed by a bullet. It's like, nope, I'm going to keep cooking. I got this. But we've gotten a little off track here. This was all about the turducken. And the turducken is definitely the most famous form of engastration. Now, Paul Prudhomme, his thoughts on the dish... Uh, are forever going to be associated with a CNN interview he did. Uh, he was talking to Anderson Cooper in 2008, and uh, he was asked what it's like to taste turducken. And Prudhomme said, can you imagine how it would feel to have your fantasy girlfriend in front of you, and you're just going to get your first kiss? That's the way it feels. I think it's a little creepy, because if I did have my fantasy girlfriend in front of me, and I was about to get my first kiss... I wouldn't be wondering if she was stuffed with my second and third picks, uh, which is what a turducken really is like. But hey, that's just my thoughts on this situation. If you guys get a chance to have a turducken this holiday season, I hope you get to enjoy it. I'm going to talk to you guys next time. Till then, tuck and roll, kids. GeekPod Blue is a GeekPod Network production. Executive producers Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Concept created by Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Intro is Opportunity by Jameis Breed. Closing is Bucket by Jameis Breed. Both licensed for use by Dennis Johnston. Want to help the show? Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Geekpod can be reached at contribute at geekpod.com or send us a tweet at geekpod. That's G33KPOD. You can also find Geekpod on Facebook and Instagram. G33KPOD. That's G33KPOD.